Good morning. Welcome back to The Scorecard. My name's Liam Flanagan and this is your daily fast fun hit of sport coming at you every morning. Today, Thursday the 21st of January, if you love your UFC, get excited. If you love the Olympics, you're going to get sad. But if you love the tennis, you got to get ready. It probably won't surprise you to hear that there is some miscommunication going on with the Australian Open preparations at the moment. No shit, Sherlock. And the latest case of he said, she said is between Tennis Australia boss Craig Tiley and the Victorian government. The issue? Who's picking up the expected $40 million bill for quarantining all these players? Craig Tiley speaking to Neil Mitchell yesterday on Melbourne's 3AW. The quarantining costs are new costs. The state government are supporting and assisting that. And if we get this right, which we believe we will, we can potentially be a shining light for others, maybe the Olympic Games and others, on how to get this done. And I think that'll be a great feather in the cap for Melbourne. Absolutely. So, Victorian Emergency Services Minister Lisa Mitchell, if you could just make that check out to... So I want to be really clear about this, and I said this, uh, I think, about this time last week. It is fully funded by Tennis Australia. So I did see um, Craig Tiley's comments uh, on Twitter, but I want to be very clear that hotel quarantine for the Australian Open is fully funded by Tennis Australia. First off, how proud did Lisa sound about the fact she's on Twitter? Craig Tiley's comments uh, on Twitter. And later on, I'll be going live with Nick Curious on the Twitch. But Neville's point stands. The Victorian government will be contributing $0 to the quarantining of the athletes, and Tennis Australia has since acknowledged the fact that they will be the ones footing the bill for the quarantine program. Meanwhile, Bernard Tomic has admitted in an interview with AAP that his girlfriend, Vanessa Sierra, is in fact his new coach. I don't wash my own hair. It's just not something that I do. I mean, on paper, it doesn't bode well for his chances in the actual tournament, but he's actually winning at the moment, so whatever works, I guess. Yes, UFC fans rejoice because Conor McGregor has arrived on Fight Island in Abu Dhabi ahead of his main event fight against Dustin Poirier this Sunday at UFC 257. The biggest name in mixed martial arts arrived in Abu Dhabi aboard a luxury yacht but is now undergoing a 48-hour quarantine period where his opponent, Poirier, has already completed his quarantine having arrived last week. This fight will mark the second time the two have stepped into the octagon together, with the first fight happening back in 2014. Looking to finish the fight! That's it! It is all over. over! Just like that! Conor McGregor is for real. An entire country is standing on their feet right now. And while McGregor defeated Poirier inside two minutes then, speaking of the project on Channel 10, McGregor's looking to finish Sunday's fight even faster. Yeah, I believe inside 60 seconds I'll get it done this time. That's what we're aiming for. This would obviously make Conor McGregor the only man on the planet who's aiming to finish faster. The Adelaide Crows have announced that they will appeal the three-game suspension handed to their star AFLW midfielder Ebony Marinoff after she was handed the heaviest penalty in AFLW history after being found guilty of engaging in forceful front-on contact. The contact to GWS's Brid Stack resulted in a fractured vertebra to the 34-year-old Stack. However, there has been widespread outcry that the punishment does not fit the crime particularly when you consider that a three-game suspension is equivalent to a third of the AFLW's nine-game regular season. I mean, imagine if the AFL tried to ban Dustin Martin for eight games. 
Crow's head of women's football, Phil Harper, said the club was contesting the tribunal on the grounds the decision was unreasonable and the suspension grossly disproportionate. The appeals board is expected to sit tonight to hear the Crow's case. Two weeks ago, after being caught up in a texting scandal, Newcastle Knights star and then captain Mitchell Pearce fronted the media to make this statement. It's been a traumatic few weeks in my personal life and for those I love. Unfortunately, my actions have impacted the team and more importantly, the people I had closest to me, Kristen and my family. I'm taking steps now to address these issues and I feel it would be in the best interest for the club for me to step down as captain for this season. And today, Caelan Ponga stood in front of another pack of microphones and cameras in Tamworth, ready to fill the leadership vacancy created by Pierce. I'm in a position or a role at the back there that I have to lead the boys around, so um, if the club you know, wanted to put me as leader and... I'd happily step up. Newcastle haven't made or announced any decisions regarding the future captain, with Ponga a candidate alongside rep forward David Clemmer and even the newly arrived Tyson Frizzell. Regardless of who they pick, I imagine captains' meetings will have a strictly no-phones policy moving forward. It's what the whole world hoped they'd be singing last year during the scheduled 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, but COVID turned up and we all know how that turned out. So we rescheduled, pushed it back 12 months, and now we find ourselves counting down the days once again. I am feeling very Olympic today. Just hold on to your lucky egg, Sunker, because the 2IC of the London Organising Committee for the 2012 Games reckons we're headed for another cancellation. Despite the organisers in Tokyo and the IOC remaining adamant the Games will go ahead in July as planned, Sir Keith Mills has told BBC Radio 5... If I was sitting in the shoes of the organising committee in Tokyo, I would be making plans for a cancellation, and I'm sure they have plans for a cancellation. I think they will leave it until absolutely the last minute, in case the situation improves dramatically. But while Mills is pessimistic, the president of World Athletics, Lord Sebastian Coe, is still confident. I don't think it'll be cancelled. It's going to be a challenge. We know that. It's pretty self-evident. But look, of all the countries on the planet that really has the fortitude, the resilience and the street smarts to see this through, it is actually Japan. I wake up as a federation president pretty grateful that it's Japan that's dealing with this and not some other places that I can think of. It's good enough for me. Drop the needle, Matty. There's your fast fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 21st of January. I'm Liam Flanagan. This is The Scorecard. We'll see you tomorrow.